Today's daf is daf Lamed Beis. We, Be'ez Hashem, are beginning the seventh parak of Masecha Saita. So the uh, Mishnah, it's a long Mishnah, but all the way to the top of the Amid Beis, is discussing those narratives and uh, instructions, commandments, that require something to be uh, recited or read, does it require it to be specifically in Lashon HaKadosh, the way it was appears in the Torah, or is it more of an emphasis that the person who is required either to hear it or say it has to understand what they're saying, and therefore it should be specifically in the language that they are familiar with. It's interesting that the Mishnah brings down that it also has to be tied to the location. I mean, it's not just enough that you speak Spanish, but it has to be in Spain, if you're going to use it, which is a little yeah, interesting. A lot of people in trouble, yeah. What's that? Yeah, a lot of people in California trouble. Yeah, so, so I, I'm not sure exactly. I have to take a look. But let's, let's go through this. Zagdeh Mishnah. These are recited in any language. Now, obviously, it means in any language, it means specifically an alternative to Lashon HaKadosh for somebody that specifically needs that alternative to understand what they're saying. So Parsha Sota, and that's what we get into, because in the in, in, during of the Sota, the Kohen has to have her answer Amen to uh, understand what is going on, and therefore, so she has to be able to answer Amen to something that he, uh, that he uh, understands. Now, Lechora, what was the alternative, right? This is very important to understand. Some of the things, well, what would the alternative been? The alternative would have been, it has to be done in Lashon HaKodesh, but she would need an interpreter. That's probably what could have been the alternative. You still need Lashon HaKodesh, but you have to have an interpreter. We'll see that that understanding is going to help us later on in the morning. Now, the Vidu Meister. Vidu Meister is every third year, a person has to make a declaration. When it's a, maybe for a different time, we we'll talk about why it's called a vidu. But he has to basically say that I gave all of the tithings behind uh, Abai, There's no more. I gave the truma to the kohen and the ma'aser rishon to the levi and the ma'aser sheni. I took to the rishalai and the ma'aser ani. I gave to the aniim. I gave everything that was necessary. You have to make that declaration. And if and you still have anything in the house, you have to remove it from your house. So that declaration has to also can be can be made. Is bechol loshen, all right? Kreshma, we're going to see this lashidus chachamim that kreshma doesn't have to dafka be echon that a person pronounces twice daily can be in a language that he understands. Tefillah can be in a language that a person understands. Berachasamazayin can be in a language that they understand. Shvuza edus and shvuza bikod. What does it mean? Shvuza edus shvuza edus is that if there is a situation, a financial situation that you need a person to testify on your behalf, and you know that that person, uh, you feel that person uh, has the knowledge of what he saw, and you adjure him, and he says, I did not see it. And you say, are you willing to swear to that? And he says, yes, he accepts on himself an oath. If he, in fact, now does tshuva, he has to bring a carbon, he has to, there's a, even if the adjuring of him, the, getting him to take the oath, and he took an oath in another language, 
The shvursa eidus still kicks in. Shvursa apikadon is specifically talking about a financial. No, apikadon is usually when you give something to watch, but it doesn't have to be specific. Apikadon could be any financial situation where you. It could even be a lost object that you say, "I know you found my lost object," and he says, "I did not." And you say, "Are you willing to swear you don't have it?" And he's willing to swear. And then the same thing. He has to pay you a. Car, he has to pay the principal plus a fifth, and he has to bring a carbon. Again, that dialogue could be in. Uh, any language, it doesn't have to be Lashon HaKadosh. Alright? The following, though, do have to be done in Lashon HaKadosh. Mikra Bikurim. Mikra Bikurim is when the person brings Bikurim. There's two mitzvahs. There's the mitzvah of the bringing of the Bikurim and the Kriya, the recitation, which is found, we just got through Pesach over here, Harami Ovid Avi, until the end of the Parsha, which is one of the cornerstones of the uh, Haggadah, is actually, that comes from the Bikurim, where we talk about our ignomious beginnings that we started in the household of Lavan and, uh, and, and, and how he was taking advantage of Yaakov, right? Exactly, with the Ovid Avi, who's, we'll see Rashi in the, in the Gemara seems to have an interesting take. The Rashi in Chumash learns, Arami Ovid Avi, it's going on, Lavan, the Arami, tried to destroy our father Yaakov. That's how Rashi touches it. There are other different explanations. Rashi here has a different interest in, in the Gemara we'll get to. Now, Chalitza. The, the din where the woman has to make the declaration, the Yovami, he refuses to do Yibum, and she takes the shoe off and spits on the floor, right? That uh, narrative has to be done specifically in Lashon HaKadosh. Bracha is a clawless. Now, this is an interesting one that is here. Bracha is a clawless. We're talking about when Yeshua came to Har Grizim and Har Eval, so they split the people up, and they said there was, uh, the, uh, the, the tribes divided up, we're going to see, and there was curses and blessings that were made. Now, the Chor, this is different than all the other cases. All the other cases are, what are our requirements moving forward? That's a historical fact. The fact that it was done in Lashon HaKodesh, as is mentioned in the Pasuk, why that is included here, we will see in a moment. That's going to become clear. But anyway, but the brachas and clothes also were done specifically in Lashon HaKodesh. Alright? Birchas Kahanim. So Berachas Kohanim, we know that's when the Kohanim go up in Duchen, right? It has to be in Lashon HaKodesh. And Berachas Kohen Gadol, when the Kohen Gadol, after he did the Avoda, he read from the Sefer Torah, and there was eight brachas that he gave, those eight brachas also had to be in Lashon HaKodesh. Parshas HaMelech, Parshas HaMelech is known as Hakel. That every eighth year, every year after the seventh Shemitah year, that Sukkot, they would build a, 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 a platform in the Azara, and they would recite over whether it was, a, a, say, for Devarim or Hazinu, but it's, a, that's called Hakel, that is referencing. Parshas Egla Arufa, that's when the uh, Sanhedrin come down to the, uh, with a place where they found a dead body that's closest to the city, and they have to say, the elders of the city have to make that declaration, it has to be in Lashon HaKodesh. Meshuch Melchama, Meshuch Melchama, someone who's anointed specifically, he actually has a status almost like the Kohen Gadol. He has a specific status, that he is, his job is to offer certain exhortations and warnings and encouragement to the people before they go out to battle. And the Psukim talk about what he has to say, and that also has to be specifically what? In Lashon HaKodesh. Alright? 
Mikra Bikurim Ketza. Now we're circling back to Mikra Bikurim. That we said Mikra Bikurim, Arami Ovid Avi, has to be in Lashon HaKodesh. How do we know that? Suppose it says like this, Varnisa Varmarta Levnashem Lokepo. So the, by, by the uh, uh, introduction to the Mikra Bikurim, the positive says, Varnisa Varmarta Lokepo, Arami Ovid Avi. So Anisa Varmarta, Anisa, you have to declare and say, so what is this Lashon you have to declare and say? So we see in the Parsha by Yoshua, when by Hargrizim and Ar-Ebal, uses a similar Lashon. Omer, above, in, 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 by Yeshua, it says, Just as by Hargrizim and Ar-Ebal, it was Davke in Lashon HaKodesh. That's the historical fact. So therefore, Afkan Belashna Kodesh, so too by the Mikra uh, by Bikurim has to be Davka in Lashna Kodesh. Now we understand why it's swept in over here the case of the Hargrizim Ar Eval. That's not something in the future, that's something that happened. No, because some of the things that you have to do in the future are learned out through the Xerish Shava from what happened by Hargrizim and Har Eval. Alright? Now, Chalitza, Ketzad, how do we know that Chalitza needs to be in Lashna Kedish? Also, uh, same Lashon. She declares and says that, uh, that my, my, the Yavam refuses to Yibo, and right, fine. All right, now. Omer, again, by the Levim, it says, etc. Now, Malam Lashna Kedish, Avkam Lashna Kedish. Now, Rabbi Yehuda says Chalitza does not have to be learned through the Xerah Shava. Chalitza, from the, if you look at the Psukim of Chalitza itself, it is an, there's an indication that the Lashna Kodesh, you don't have to rely on the Xerah Shava from Har Grizim and Har Eval, from the Brachas and the Klaus. How do we know that? He says like this. Because actually, it, if you have the Pasuk in front of you, it, 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 it fits, but you'll, you'll see it better. This is, um, where's this Pasuk? Uh, Number three. And his, uh, the, 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 um, his brother's wife will come forward uh, before the Enaz came in front of the elders. And she'll take the shoe. She'll uh, unstrap the shoe from his foot. The Yarka and she'll split in front of him. The Ansa the Amar Amra. Now the simple translation of Pasuk is, and she will declare and say, "Kacha Yase Laish." The word "Kacha" goes with the word "Yase," right? So shall be done to the person that does not want to build up his brother's house. However, says Rabbi Yehuda, he says the way you can read it is that she will declare and she will say "Kacha." The kacha goes in the first half of the pasuk that she will declare and she'll speak kacha in this way, in the way it's written in the Torah. How's it written in the Torah? Lashna kodesh. That is the way that she has to declare it. So they will amra kacha. Now it means atzutomar. As we said, the lashna in this manner, the way it's in the Torah, which is lashna kodesh. Brach is the close ketzad. Now the brach is the close the ketzad over here means. Like what exactly happened over there? What happened with the brachos and the klolos? So the kevan she'avri shows a yarden when they crossed over to the Jordan the Jordan River uvoil har grizim and they came to har grizim har eval the two mountains. They were in the northern part of Eretz Yisrael with tzad shem 
that is next to Shechem, which also we're going to see that Shechem is also, Alona Mora is another name for that area. How do we know that, that, that Shechem, another name for Shechem is Alona Mora? Shenemar, because we see, uh, the Pazik says by, when they crossed over, Halohema Be'evra Yarden, it says they were aired by Evra Yarden by Alona uh, Mora. Right now, how do you know alone and means Shechem? Because by Avram Avinu it says, "Lahalon Omer Vayavor Avram Ba'aret." Avram passed back and forth through the land Ad Mekom Shechem until the place of Shechem Ad Elon Mora, which was also another name is Ad Elon Mora. So you see, Shechem and Elon Mora, Elon Mora are the same same place. My Elon Mora Halmor Lahalon by Avram Avinu was Shechem. Av so too by the Brachas and Klalos when it says that they were by Elon Mora, it also means. It means Shechem. Ab Elon Mora, Hamor Khan, it is Shechem. Now, what happened there exactly? So, Shishas Fatim Adel Rosh Har Grizim. Six went up to the top of the mountain of Har Grizim. Six of the tribes. Rashi gives us the list of which ones. But Shishas Fatim and the other six, Adel Rosh Har Avon, went to the top of Har Avon. Va'akohanim va'levim va'aron oimdim lamata ba'emsa. And in between the two mountains, the Kohanim, the Levim, and the Aron Hashem were there. Now, Kohanim Akivanis Aron the Ark, Kohanim circled, encircled the Aron, Valavim is a Kohanim, and the Kohanim encircled the Kohanim. The Chalisol and the Kanamikan, Rachel and the Kanamikan, they also divided up and, and stood on the mountain. I guess they weren't at the, at, at the summit, at the, at the peak like the Kohanim and Levi were, but they also were divided up standing on the two mountains. Shalem HaChol Yisrael, and the entire nation, Vizakainov, and the elders, while the Shotrov, and the officers, Vishoptov, and the judges, Omdim Izeum, as they were standing on both sides of the Aron, means on either side on the mountain. That's how Rosh explains it. The Havlu Peneyam, Klapehar, Grizim, they turned their face, to face Har Grizim, okay, they faced the one mountain, alright, and what happened over there? So, uh, and they began, I think this is the Levium, and the Levium began with the Brocha. What they said is, Baruch, blessed is the person, who does not make a, an, uh, an idol or a molten image, right? The And on both mountains, they would answer, Amen. So first they did it in a Lashon of Blessing. Bless the person who doesn't do it, right? Then they turned the Levian face the other mountain, and then they said in a Lashon of a curse, right? Curse is the person who does make an idol or a molten image. And then and both Messiah, right? Again, both the other tribes on both sides, on him, Amen, they would answer Amen. Until they finished all of the blessings and curses. Right, so it, it means everything was a blessing and it was a curse because it was said, don't do it, you get blessed, do it, you get cursed. And no. in the Chumash only Lalo that brought, right? No, there are also brachas also there. There's a brachas also, but not the brachas, not the close and the lotion of a bracha. I don't believe that's that good. Whatever, let's take a look. Now, now, what happened was when they crossed the yard in the Jordan, the Jordan split, like a miracle, like almost by Yamsel. And they dug up these large stones that were at the bottom of the yard, and they set them up as a Mizbeach. And they offered Olos and Shlomim on them, and they also um, covered them with, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 
lime. Well, like, what, what, you say, what are you saying? I said clay. Clay or lime. They, and, and they the wrote Torah. on it, the Torah translated into 70 languages. When they finished using it as a Mizbeach, then they took it apart and they moved, they spent the next, they went moved to Gilgal. Gilgal was where the Mishkan was going to be rebuilt and, and be there for the next 14 years. They reassembled these stones as a monument to show the miracle of having crossed over the Yarden, as well as this was a message to the nations that the Torah is accessible and was translated on these stones in 70 different languages. That's the story over there. They built out of these stones the Mizbeach, Sadub is said, and they plastered them with, with, with lime, with clay, because who I love, and they wrote on it, it's called Yivra Torah, the entire Torah, B'Shiv and Lashon, in 70 languages, Shnem Be'er Heitiv, that it was done in a clear language, a clear, clear interpretation, Be'er Heitiv, it was done in the 70 languages. But not was Avadim, and then when they had finished bringing the offerings, they took the stones, and they went and they stayed overnight in the place where they would end up remaining, which was Gilgal, where they were going to be for the next 14 years, the Mishkan was going to be built there. That is the end of the Mishnah. Now let's start the Gemara. So now, we took, the Mishnah dealt with the cases that have to be in Lashna Kodesh. But the first half of the Mishnah started with things that have to be in, but that, that could be the Cholashon. So now, the Rashi in the Mishnah actually bewarns the question. He says, because once we know that Yib, that the, the, the Chalitza has to be in Lashna Kodesh, why don't we make a Kalvachomer that Chalitza, which is not as Chomer as Sota, Sota is even more severe, and Chalitza has to be Lashon HaKodesh, you might think that what? That Sota also. No, Sota become a Lashon. Well, how do you know? That's, that's the segue into our, into our Gemara. So, Parja, Sota, Minolan, how do we know this? It says, He says to the Isha, when he's adjuring her about the, 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 the curses, he says, Bechol Lashon. It means, Vahamar means he says, Bechol Lashon, Shuhu Omen. Any language that, he, that she's able to understand, that is what it means. Alright? That's Vahamar Akkoyim Laisha. means, what he's telling her, now how do you see from there? Now Rashi actually has a different girsa. Rashi's girsa, Vahamar El Ha'isha. That he'll speak directly to the woman. Now this is based on what I told you in the Mishnah. Remember, because what would have happened if you think it has to be in Lashon HaKodesh? Right? But that's mean Lashon HaKodesh, and she doesn't understand Hebrew, so what would he have to do? Tell it to an interpreter, and the interpreter would tell it to her. But the Pazik says, no, he has to speak directly to her. So if he has to speak, the only way you can ensure that he's speaking directly to her, if she understands, it must be Bechal Lashon. I think that's the way to understand uh, the piece of this Gemara. Now, Tan Rabona, Meshmi, and I saw Bechal Lashon, Shishamas, that we have to make it clear to her in any language she understands. What do we have to make clear to her? Al Mehi Shosa. We have to make clear to her, uh, we're gonna see, uh, concerning what it is that she is drinking. Ba Mehi Shosa. How is it that she is drinking? Al Manit What caused her to become defiled? Ba Mehi And what exactly the nature of her defilement was? These are all four things that have to be made clear to her. Now what are they? Al Mehi Shosa. Why is she drinking? Al Iska Kinevistira. Because of the Kinoid. The warning and the stira that she violated, that caused her to have to drink. Bamehi shosa, 
In what manner is she drinking? She has to drink out of a, a, an earthenware. Earthenware, when it comes wet, becomes very messy and, and dirty. She has to drink out of this earthenware vessel, right? And why did she become uh, defiled? It's because of the promiscuity, the immaturity that she exhibited, that frivol, the way acting in a frivolous manner that caused her to get to this point. That's why she's having to drink. Right, that means what the cause of it is. Not the, the, we said before, the procedure was that she violated because of the keto and the stira. What caused her to get to that is because of the schok and the yaldas. And the last one is of a mehinitmes that we have to know exactly the, the, the type of uh, interaction was, that it happened. Was it the shogeg? Oh, amazing. Right? Rashi gives an example. Shogeg means was she told that her husband is dead? She was told her husband is dead, so that's a case of shogun. Or was it willfully knowing the husband's alive, right? But onus of a rotson, onus could be rape. Rotson is good. So rotson and mazid are really the same. What changes the shogun, the mazid. Shogun means she made a mistake. She had the wrong information. Mazid was completely beyond her control. Now, same thing more like this. The first three I understand because they're functioning also as warning to all the other women. The first three are functioning as all the other women. They say, oh, listen, you better be careful. If you don't listen to the kinui and you violate the stira, this is what's going to happen. If you, uh, if you, and what's going to happen, you're going to have to end up de- drinking out of a dirty earthenware that God's name's erased into it. And the last thing is that, 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 uh, that why? Because you acted in a frivolous, promiscuous manner, in an immature manner. Those are all things that we have to make sure are, 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 the, are the process that she understands. Because also not only for her, but it's a warning for all other women that are watching. The last one, not so much. Why is the last one important that, that, they, that, that, that we have to make sure that she understands? Did it happen by Shogig? Did it happen by Onus? What's the importance of that one? It's not a warning to the other women. So what is it for? So why do we have to have Rashi learns that last one? Because that last one could make the waters ineffective. Right? Because if in fact she did uh, have relations, but it was a shogun or an onus, we don't want her to have aspersions on the water. We had this before. She might think, oh, you see, the waters don't work. But she doesn't know that the reason why the waters don't work is because of the shogun or onus. So that's why we want to make clear there should not even be a, a hint of thinking that the waters are ineffective. Not to disparage the uh, bitter waters, the, the, the water that she's going to drink. Now, the next thing we said could be said in any language was Vidu Meiser. Someone says, Minalan, how do you know the Vidu Meiser? That's every third year. You have to say, and I took care of my, all my Meisers, my Trumas, right? How do we know that? It says, So it says that you will state that before Hashem Amarti, I removed all the holy things from my house that I had to do. I gave to whoever they need to be given to. The Yalaf Amira Misoita. And now it says Bamart, and by Sota it says Amira. And we said Sota, we already proved, right? That Sota has to, Sota can be the Cholashan. So therefore, Vidu Maizu could be the Cholashan as well. So there, Amira Misoita, the Cholashan Shu Omer. Amalei Rabzvid Labaya, the Lelaf Amira Malavim. Why are you learning from Sota? Uh, because it says the word Amira. We said in our Mishnah that you know where else it says Amira? By the Levian. Right? So, why not learn Amira, Amira? Sometimes we have the, the, um, the, the, the commentaries that go through the Kalalei Ashas. They say sometimes we have Zerushah, but we know exactly which two things to connect. 
Sometimes we know that this word is supposed to be used as Zereshava, but it's us to figure out which one to connect the two. So we have a Zereshava that the word Vamarto that's written by the, uh, by, by, by Bidu Meiser is to be used as Gershava. So what are you saying? Is let's link it to Sota, which teaches us Bechol Loshen. Who says? Let's be stringent. Let's link it to the Amira that's written by the Alevim, the Har Grizim and Har Eval, that there it has to be Davka in Loshen HaKodesh. Right? So you've got to link to something. Why link it to something that's more lenient? Link it to something that's more stringent. It's like this. Because by Sota, it just uses the word Va'amarto. So then you link Amira to Amira. We said by our Grizmarat, it's Va'anisa Va'amarto. You will declare and say. So therefore, I'd rather, if I'm questioning which one to connect it to, Amira to Amira is much clearer than Amira to something that says Va'anisa Va'amarto. So when it says like this, not an Amira greater so. I'd rather compare with this Amira on its own from Amira on its own. The ain't done in Amira greater when it's compared to something where it says that you will declare and you will speak. And by, 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 by Hagrid and Abel, it says, and that's why we're not comparing it to that one. Tanya will enter in the Brysa. He says like this, When a person has to speak about his things that, 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 that are praiseworthy, Right? We're going to see in the cases, he says, I took care of everything, I did the mitzvahs I was supposed to do, I made a bracha. When he's talking about himself and the praiseworthy things that he's done, so it's better to do that because namuch. Kol namuch means keep the, the decibel level down. Say it in a, in a, in a, in a lower voice, right? The gnusoi, when you speak about things that disparage him, things that are negative things, but call ram, that you do in a louder voice, that you do out loud. Where, where do we see? When it's praiseworthy, things keep it in a low voice. Min vidu maisa. That's vidu maisa. Because then it just says Vamarta. It doesn't say any strong declaration. Vamarta. You keep it in a low key. Gnusa, when it's something disparaging, they call Ram, we see from the Mikra Bikurim. By Mikra Bikurim, what does it say over there? Right? It says, Vanisa Vamarta. It's, it's, uh, 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 right? Uh, there, there, so therefore, there it says, uh, uh, what does it say over there? Uh, call, uh, what, how do we know there it's called Ram? Anisa means to declare. But what, 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 what do we see by, by, by Mikra Bikurim? What does it say by Mikra Bikurim? That says Vanisa Vamarta. Yeah, Vanisa Vamarta. You have to declare and say. We said the word Vanisa means you have to speak it up. You have to say. You have to say it loud. Yeah. So that, now, why is Bikurim considered to be a a something that is deprecating to a person? So Raji says over here because it shows our genealogical connection to Lavan. So, Rani seems to be learning that the Arami over Avi, that the, uh, the Avi over there was, was referring to Lavan. That's how Raji seems to be learning. Which is, that uh, shows our, we got the, we got the skeletons in the closet, so that we say out loud, that's because that's disparaging. Right. Now, the Gemara says, the Gemara questions that right away. The Gnus of the Koram, are you supposed to speak about yourself, your negative, disparaging things about yourself? Are you actually supposed to publicize them? Why is Tfilah 
meant to have done in, in quiet. We actually learned it out from Chana. But why do we do that quietly? Because there's parts of Tzvilah where a person used to be able to ask for tshuva on Averas that he did. And therefore, if you have to say it loud, then everyone's going to hear... But we don't doubt it, we don't mention the Averas. But I guess back in the day, where it was more of an individualized form of tefillah, so they would mention what they did wrong. Therefore, you're not supposed to say things that are that people, other people can hear. And the Gemara brings down a very interesting source of this concept. We know that the carbon chatas had to be done in the north, uh, western, is the north, northeastern? The north, no, west, which is closer to the. Oh no no no! no, no. The, 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 the north, it's the, the third the quadrant out, out there. There was northern, but it's northern quadrant. It's not the yeah. thought, northern quadrant. Right, was yeah. That was shafted. The chata, the ola could be brought, uh, and and the shlamim could be brought in other places as well. But they could, you could also bring the ola in the same place. It wasn't exclusively for the chatas. Why? Because otherwise people would know that you did an Avera. Because if the Achatas could only be slaughtered there, and that's the only thing that can be slaughtered there, anyone bringing Achatas was slaughtered there, but ah, this guy must have done some type of terrible Avera, is bringing a Achatas. So they allowed the Ola to be slaughtered in the same place as the Achatas, so even if an animal has been slaughtered there, people wouldn't know that you did an Avera. What? What's that? That's what I'm saying. That's the point. That the Ola could even be, could be brought in itself as well. Why? Why didn't they make it exclusively for the Chatas? Because they don't want people to realize it's a Chatas. That's the point. So therefore, like this. What? Cohen is bringing it. Who does? The owner is not. Means, because everybody else coming in, everyone's seeing you bring it in. Everybody seeing you bringing in the animal would know when they follow, they just watch where that animal is being slaughtered that you did not have And everyone's looking at everybody else's stuff. Oh, I uh, see that. Yeah. It's his goat. Right, right. So therefore, so therefore, that can't be shot. Then you're not supposed to publicize your Averas, your, your, your disparaging things about yourself. You're right. It doesn't mean that you're supposed to publicize things that disparage you, what you're supposed to publicize is your tsaurus, when you're going through hardships. So therefore, the Arami Ovid Avi is not necessarily reflecting the sins or the negative things about it, but it's talking about, we, did, we, we, we had this suffering by Lavan, and then we had this suffering in Mitzrayim. So therefore, sufferings you can publicize, you're supposed to publicize. Why are you supposed to publicize? Because you want people to share in the burden and pray on your behalf. That's the idea. Kedestanya we learned in a bride, we learned it from Mitzorah, but Tamit Tamayikra, why is he going around telling everybody, Tamit Tamit, he's expressing his suffering right now, that he is Tamit, what's that? That's much, again, but that's, that's one job. The other thing is also, right, you can stay away, don't go be, go next to them, just stay away. No, because you also want them to daven on your behalf. You should notify the Tsar to the Rabbim, right? So they can die a Davan on his behalf. So I guess like this, but by that also you're showing your Matsura, you're your Baal Avera. But I guess if there's a purpose, stop to say let people know what Averas you did for no real purpose, 
that there's no uh, redeeming value. But if it is because you're in suffering and you want them to die on your behalf, that there is some redeeming value. And therefore, anybody that has gone through any type of difficult situation, so they can daven on his behalf. Okay. Gufa, we learned, Why did they establish Tfila should be done silently? So the people who were mentioning the Averis and the Tfila should not be heard and not be embarrassed. Because we don't find there was a separate quadrant for the Chatas and the Ola. Chatas and the Ola shared the same quadrant, so people should not, what, figure out who is bringing the Chatas. Says the one like this, what do you mean there's no distinction? The way the blood was offered on the Mizbeach, there was a major distinction. There was a Chutah Sikram, and there was a red line around the middle of the Mizbeach, and the Chatas was above the red line, and uh, so even though you wouldn't be able to tell from the Shechita, but from the way the blood was sprinkled, you could clearly tell the difference between a Chatas and a Ola. What about the blood? Dam Chatas is Lamala, was above the Chutas Sikra, Dam Ola was actually on the corners. But Dam Ola was Lamata below the Chutas Sikra. So says, over there, the only one who got to know was the Kohen. Right? We're not worried about the Kohen. The Kohen, as you saw pointed out, knows he's bringing the Korban anyway for a Chatas. We're worried about what? The Yentas. Everybody likes to see what's going on in everybody else's business. Those people, they wouldn't see that because they were up, uh, what's up on the Mizbeach, only the Kohen was aware of, not the regular Hamon Am. So Moshe Lamat, as Moshe says, Asam Kohen who the Yodo, says Moshe, what about the fact that we know a Chatas had to be female? And Ola was male. So, even though the both Shechtina, people biologically and anatomically can tell what, if this is a Chatas, or this is an Ola. Where it says, Chatas Nekeva, Ola is a Zachar. Says it more like this, is that we know that the Chatas, the, uh, a, 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 the sheep, a female sheep is called a U. Now, a female sheep has a fatty tail. The fact that it's a fatty tail, it covers the genitalia, so you can't really tell by the sheep whether it is male or female. Right? We don't assume people are going to go up and, like, you know, let's give a check. We don't assume that's going to happen, but we just so that it's not noticeable to the, 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 the bystander. So what it says like this, that it's covered with a fatty tail. What it says, that's only good if it's a sheep. We know that a chatas could come from a female sheep or a female goat. Now the goats, did not have the fatty, a fatty tail. So in the case of goats, you could tell just by looking whether it's male or female. So when it says like the stainer kips, that only helps you by the you, by the female sheep. Seira by the female goat, my equal name, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? So when it says like this, that listen, we're trying to protect the guy from being embarrassed. Now, if you, you choose what animal you want to bring. So if you feel that embarrassment, you'll make sure you get a female sheep. If you don't care and you get a female goat, then it's on you already. Obviously, you don't feel that sensitivity. We're not going to worry about a sensitivity you don't have, right? So it's like this. Awesome, over there. There, he's embarrassing himself. When you're embarrassing himself, we're not going to have the sensitivity to you where you embarrass him. The violently tuye kibso that he should have, uh, he should have brought, if he really worries about his embarrassment, he should have brought a sheep and not brought a, uh, 
There you go. I once asked my Rashiva, is that uh, when I was a high school principal in, in, in Zoom, we had issues with sneers issues, the way women, uh, some of the girls, the, 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 the girls were coming dressed to school, and one of the parents complained, how come we had the person who was in charge of it was a man, he said, it's embarrassing for the girls that a man goes over and tells a girl, your shirt is too, uh, too short, or you're, you know, you're, you're, you got, you, you know, you cut too low, so, so I asked him, is, is there such a thing? He says, so if they willing to go out dressed like this, you don't have to worry about their embarrassment. That's what he told me. Anyway, all right. All right. Why is it like this? Says the Mara, the Chayra, the boy lately to Yakivs, the Kamaisi, the Kamaisi, and he should have brought a sheep, and he went and brought a goat that's on him. Now, says the Mara like this. Okay, but that doesn't help you in all scenarios. By Avodazara, right? A regular Chatas that an individual brings, you have a choice, sheep or goat. But Avodazara that involves a Chatas, that has to be specifically a female goat. So what are you going to say in a case of Avodazara? So Chatas da Avodaz Kachavim, the Loistagi gloves here. It has to be a goat. So my Ikalameim, as much a very interesting thing. The more it says, actually there, we don't, it's actually in your benefit, because the embarrassment that you have will help in the kapora. So something like Avodah the kapora that's necessary, this is actually in your benefit that you get embarrassed while you bring it, because that will add to removing the punishment from the doing the Avodah So what is this? There we let, let him be, let him continue to be embarrassed. In order that he should have kapora. Okay, the following sugi we've already had twice before. We had in Masechus Brachus, and we had a Masechus Megillah. Or what is the sugya? I think, I don't believe it was in, in, in Tainas. Uh, what is it, what is the sugya over there? It says like this. Kriyashma has to be in what language? So we said, That was the time of our Mishnah. It could be in any language that you understand. One of the says, Machlok is Tanoim. But our Mishnah is going like the Chachamim. So we know, how do you know Kriyashma is the Chol Loshon Sha'at HaShemeya? Shema Yisrael doesn't just mean listen, it means understand. Understand. So in order to understand it, what, is it, what do you have to say? Any language. Any language. That's the Chachamim we learned in a Brisa. Kriyashma, Kiksavo, Rebbe. Rebbe disagrees. Rebbe says Kriyashma has to be recited. Kiksavo. What does Kiksavo mean? In the way that it's written in the Torah, which means? Lashna Kodesh. Right? Chachamim, I remember Cholashen. Yeah, it could be in any language. So my time, the Rebbe, what's the reason for Rebbe? Amakra, it says, Vahoyu, Hadvarim Ha'idlu, Vahoyu, means it should be the way it was. So what do you mean it should be the way it was? Lashna Kodesh. Vahoyu, Vahoyu, you let it be the way it was in Lashna Kodesh. What did the Rabbanan learn the drush we just had? Rabbanan Amakra, Shema, Vahoyu, Lashon Shata Shemeya. Now, what did the Rabbanan do with the Vahoyu? Because Rebbe died, what is it like, is Rabbanan Nami Haksev Vahoyu? They say what it means, the way it should be, it means, you can't read the words out of order. It means it should be the way it was, not in terms of the language, but the order, the psukim or the words should be in specific order, everything should be in that order, and if you don't, you're not Yotza. But that's what Bahayu teaches me. Now, the question is like this, well, since Rebbe uses Bahayu to teach me it has to be Lashon HaKadosh, then how does Rebbe know what? That it can't be read out of order. How does he know that it can't be lemafreya? For Rebbe Shaloi Yikrein lemafreya, he says like this because it says Vahoyu Hadavorim that extra hey. 
just said, Vahayu Dvarim Ha'ila. Ha'devarim, so Vahayu teaches me should be Velashna Kaidish, and the Hay teaches me that it has to be, that it has to be in the order that it is. Right? Rebbe, not blame me, me, Dvarim Ha'devarim, extra Hay. For Abarim Dvarim Ha'devarim, only Mashmalu. They don't learn anything from that extra Hay. They don't learn it's come to teach me anything. So therefore, they learn Vahayu to teach me Lamafreya. Rebbe learns there can't be Mafreya. Rebbe learns Vahayu to teach me it can't be in any language. And Rebbe knows my Freya from the extra hay, the Chom Dondash and the extra hay. Now, Lechora. Now, the Rebbe Nami Haksiv Shema. Now, according to Rebbe, what does he do with Shema? Because what do the Rachamim say Shema teaches you? Becholoshin Shata Shemeya. What does he do with the word Shema? What does it come to teach me? He learns something completely different. It's for the decibel level. That you have to be able to hear what you're saying. Shema doesn't mean you have to understand. Shema means that you have to be able to hear. Now the question is on the Chachamim, right? Because they say that Shema teaches me Chol So that, uh, how do they know that Shema Lo'oz Lachamash Lema Tzibibir you have to hear yourself? Rabban Tzavri La Command Amr Like the Epinus the Koret Shema Lo'oz Lachamash Lema Tzibibir They don't have to hold it But if you don't hear yourself you're still Yotze. Now listen carefully what the Gemara is going to say. The Gemara is going to say like this. This is the way Rashi learns the Sukkot. Gemara says Rebbe Learned that there's a special pasuk of Shema, I mean, of 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 of, of, of to teach me that the parsha of Kriya Shema has to be Dafka Baloshna Kodesh. Says the we could imply from that that what about all the other parshas in the Torah that have to be read? For example, that's Rashi learns like parsha Zohar in the base of Knesset, right? That have to be read Menatayra because that's really para maybe according to some. That's Mashma the what? Because if, if everything had to be Beloshan Akkadis, then I wouldn't have needed the drasha of Shema. The fact that I need the drasha of Shema must be everything else could be Bechaloshan. That's what the Gemara wants to be Medai. So says the Gemara, let me consult Rebbe. Are we saying that Rebbe holds that Kalatayra, that in the rest of the Torah, Bechaloshan, we done in any language, Nemra, Rashi the Bebeis Akneses, means like Zachar. These are the Dai to Beloshan Because if you would think that everything has to be Beloshan Akkadis, so if everything has to be Beloshan Akkadis, then what? Then, what do you have to have the drasha of Everything is Lashna Kaidish. Someone says like this. Listen to this very interesting chap. But the one is going to say like this. It could be that the rest of the Torah has to be Lashna Kaidish. Your kasha is, if the rest of the Torah has to be Lashna Kaidish, then why do I have to have Bahayu according to Rebbe? Because you might think, to tell you, don't make the mistake and learn Shema like the Chachomim. If you didn't have the word Vahoyu, rest of the Torah has to be Lashon HaKadosh, comes along Shema, Bechol Lashon Shemeya. The Torah doesn't want you to make that mistake, and therefore it adds, and Shema also has to be in, uh, in Lashon HaKadosh. Without the extra drasha of Vahoyu, you could have made the mistake and learned Shema like the Chachamim. The Itzrich, Mishum the of Shema. Now, exactly the same line, just the other way around. According to the Chachamim, they learned that Shema teaches you what? What does that imply about the rest of the Torah? Because everything was Bechol Lashon, I don't need to tell me by Shema. The fact that I need to tell me by Shema is Bechol Lashon, the rest of the Torah, Zohar, Parah, whatever it is, has to be done in Lashon HaKadosh. That's to say the deal. So, I mean, it has to be Dabka Lashon HaKadosh, these are going to die to Bechol Lashon, because everything else going to be Bechol Lashon, then why do you need Shema to cause the Rachman Alamali? Why do you tell Shema teaches me that Shema can be Bechol Lashon? Everything is Bechol Lashon. Again, the same type, the same type of terrorist. It could be everything 
else is becholoshen. So why do I have to have shema becholoshen? Because if you didn't have the shema, you might have made a mistake and used the drosha of v'hayu yeah. the way Rebbe learns it, and thinks that shema is becholoshen hakaidus kamash malan. That shema is like everything else. It's also becholoshen. The ilam on the itzrits mishum the kasev the chsev v'hayu not to make the mistake that the way Rebbe learns it that would be the mistake. That's why you need to have the word shema. Gentlemen, have a good day.